Hey girlies, I'm Jessica. And I'm Rachel. And you're listening to the Game Day Girlies. Hello, Game Day Girlies. Welcome to this week's episode. And we are coming off of an incredible weekend of football. There are so many great matchups and so many great games. Was it? No. Was it a great weekend? I remember having a lot of tears on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I was rooting for y'all. I was definitely rooting for y'all. And it was a great game like as a spectator it was really great Mm. so kudos to you guys but we'll get into that later (laughs) we'll get into that later one thing that was one game that was not a great game Mm. was number then ranked 19 colorado at 10 ranked oregon with a uh nice little spanking some macdown yeah Uh, final score six to 42 yeah, what did wow. uh, Dion say? Good old fashioned butt whooping. Yeah, it was. Whooped. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was hard to watch, honestly. Like, I picked Oregon to win this game, but I wasn't expecting it to be that big of a deficit. So that was actually kind of surprising from Colorado. Yeah, it, they just looked like very out of character. It was. I don't know what the dealio was, but it it wasn't it. (laughs) It was not it. And that loss bumped them out of the rankings. Mm -hmm. I saw that. That was shocking, honestly. Like, I will say that the AP poll has been very consistent um, this year of kind of penalizing large deficits. So it's kind of staying on trend with that. But one loss, I feel like they could have gone to 25. They didn't have to be kicked out. Right. I mean, it was a 19 versus 10 matchup. And they were playing on the road. Mm-hmm. like, And they're missing like their star player. I don't know. It just seemed like a lot to me a hundred percent out yeah i agree it was it was a hard game for them but they have an opportunity to bounce back but a team that i don't know can bounce back (laughs) oh Um, my gosh the drama number four florida state at clemson and then in in an overtime loss Clemson did lose 31 to 24. Uh, and I say, I don't know if they can bounce back. Not this season. Like, obviously, the season's not over, but it's going to be really hard for them to get any, like, like, like I'm thinking, momentum. Just, yeah, like, momentum. It's going to be hard. It was sad to see because they were doing so well. I think, like, when we went into the half, it was. 17 to 10 or something like that so there was like a good cushion and everything was clicking Mm -hmm. everything was working but it just like didn't end up that way zoop i mean yeah i do think i still believe that this is the best game that you guys have played thus far like 
the best complete game. So I'm not I'm not going to give up complete hope, but they have a long way to go. But with that being said, I do want to clap back from one of our Smack Talk Sunday responses. I first want to say thank you guys so much for responding and interacting. It's so fun to hear what you guys have to say, you guys' picks yeah. um, all throughout the game day. So keep doing that. But I do want to clap back at, at L.BR. His comment said Clemson got tapped on on Saturday. And I need like Urban Dictionary. What is the definition of tapped? (laughs) Because I don't know all these newfangled words. You know what I'm saying? But like. What is the criteria for being tapped on? Right. Because I feel like that was Colorado, Oregon. But. Oh no. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> Oregon got tapped on. I 100% like, that. Clemson didn't get tapped, but it was a hard fought game, even though we lost. So I hear you, but you're wrong. But thank you for the smack <laughs> talk. Moving oh on to our next pick that we had number six ohio state at number nine notre dame and i would like to go on record and say i will never in my life because i rarely do be rooting for notre dame again y'all really let me down y'all really let me down uh the one time i this is what happens when you pick this is what happens whenever you pick underdogs don't say that <laughs> it's just the truth. I'm sorry. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, this game was like so much fun to watch. I Jess and I watched this game together and I think really there was like a shift that happened midway through the fourth quarter and Ohio State was like, yeah, we're we're winning this game. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame was like, okay. And it just like there was no <laughs> there was never any like reaction or like yeah it just it just they kind of just like went flat and then the clock management was also terrible like the timeouts I I was just very confused the whole time yeah. watching this game I will say, uh, though, especially in the fourth quarter yeah I will say though defense on both ends like shout out to defense they really held it down this is yes a low scoring game but Ohio State what did what needed to be done in the end to pull out the win so this is true this is true it was a rough week for me yeah it was not for me though anyways uh (laughs) (laughs) so we have um 15 ranked Ole Miss at 13 ranked Alabama and as you guys know last week I was panicking at the beginning of this game at kickoff I was panicking the whole first mm-hmm. half, I was panicking. But whatever Nick did, he I, I know he went back there and he had that bucket of Hellcat keys. And he dangled <laughs> them up and said, figure it out. Figure it out in the second half or else I'm burning all this. So I'm just kidding. But he did figure it out, whatever, whatever happened. And Alabama pulled out a win, um, a 10-24 win over Ole Miss at home. And I will just say, as an Alabama fan, I'm just, like, so glad to have seen this game, like, be figured out by the offense. Because mm-hmm. it was 
it has not been pretty all season. And finally, like we see something from Alabama because we were getting, we were giving nothing all the way up until the second half. Yeah, so, I do. Here think, we are. I do think the quarterback situation has been figured out. Um, I think. Um, Mr. Milrow earned his spot in this game after this game. So kudos to Alabama. Y'all got the dub despite me not picking you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what happens. <laughs> but um, Ole Miss did go down in the rankings from 15 to 20, and Alabama um, went up one spot in the rankings from 13 to 12. And then we have one other like really notable top 25 ranking shift. We had USC drop three spots from five to eight after a very, very slow start at Arizona State on Saturday. This game, um, ooh, it was very weird. I don't know how else to <laughs> describe it. It just seemed weird. Yeah, uh, probably because like it, we were up watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean on the west coast it started at 7 30 and i know everybody else everywhere else was asleep and nobody else was up but yeah this it, it was it was just a weird game and usc just honestly just didn't look that good but mm -hmm. we'll see if they're gonna have a really great test this week so yeah i think we this, shall see yeah i think this drop in the polls will kind of give them a little fire when they go to Colorado like obviously Colorado mm -hmm. has that fire in them after the loss um so I think this will just make it a good game hopefully but we shall see we shall see we shall see another thing that Jess and I were talking about on our couch while watching these games was how old some of these players are <laughs> And one thing we were like, how does this happen? Like, where did, how did we get here? How are 20 people, 25 years old and playing college football? Mm -hmm. Like, where does that happen? So we were, that just inspired us to do a deep dive into player eligibility. And so in this week's topic, we're going to be talking about essentially what has changed over the past couple of years to really, really change like the landscape of NCAA sports and eligibility. Mm -hmm. And the NCAA has a very strict set of rules and guidelines in order to quote unquote protect <laughs> and ensure that the playing field is level across all sports and mm -hmm. all schools. Um, and also to quote unquote, protect <laughs> the amateurism of college athletics. And there's, a, there's like a wide range of how these different um, guidelines go. There's mm -hmm. academic requirements, there's um, transfer rules, there's um, essentially like like where did you come from? Like if you, if you transferred or if you came mm -hmm. from high school or JUCO. So, but in yeah. the past couple of years, we've had a lot of COVID-related changes, yeah. which has kind of really changed the landscape. Yeah. So, like, originally, kind of speaking, everybody had four – well, everybody had four years of eligibility, and you mm -hmm. could redshirt, which means, like, sit out 
one year, um, typically your freshman year. And so that would give you still your four years of eligibility. But Kobe, Kobe came and <laughs> shook things up. And so in that year of 2020, a lot of the spring um, and even some of the fall sports got mixed. So the NCAA was like, okay, everybody gets an extra year of eligibility. And then the madness that is the transfer portal allows people to transfer to a different school without having to sit out another year or use another year of eligibility. So all of that mixed up in a big old pot of mess gives you people (laughs) who are 25 years old playing against fresh out of high school, 18 year old. (laughs) Yes. I mean, can you imagine like, okay, just... Let's everybody just close your eyes and think about this for a second. Imagine that you are a junior and you have been putting in your time and your work and on the field, off the field, and you have a senior that's ahead of you that is supposed to be graduating and you are just like so ready for your next year and your next season. And then COVID hits. Yeah. And then you are like, okay. What, what happens now? What happens here? And then that senior that was supposed to graduate says, actually, I'm going to come back for another year. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you're coming back for another year? What do you mean uh, you're not graduating? And here we are with the COVID years. And so it's very hard because then if you're sitting additionally, say you want to then transfer, you're like, forget mm-hmm. this. I'm not sitting another year. I'm transferring. Not only now do you not have to sit out after transferring, but then you get another COVID year because mm-hmm. it's not like you have to like keep it where, where you were during COVID. Yeah. So can you then imagine if you're a freshman coming into all of this? It's insane. All of the mess. Like you have you have people in school for six years that just mm-hmm. transferred and you're just like, I was just in high school and yeah. I was in high school online. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's literally like like put into perspective. You have Trevor Lawrence, who has now been in the NFL two years, 23 years old. Justin Herbert, been in the NFL two years. He's 24. You have Justin Fields, been in the NFL one year. He's 23. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you have people who like Stenson Bennett. Like Stenson Bennett, 25, throwing to 18 year olds. And then you have a Miami, like, tight end petitioning to stay for his ninth year. I'm so sorry. But like, it's insane. I'm so sorry. But if you are not going pro, you got to go, baby. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Like, find another career path. If you got to stay nine years, this is not for you. (laughs) Yeah, it's so wild. Like, Stinson Bennett, he, like, his journey is also crazy. Like, 2017, he walked on at Georgia, didn't play at all, then decided to go to JUCO, which means that you go to a junior college and play, you can play up to two years. And um, that has nothing to do with your eligibility. And you can then come back to, um, a division one, division two, whatever school mm-hmm. and still have all of your eligibility. So he went and played at June. Oh my gosh. Jones junior college in Mississippi. And 
2018, and then in 2019 came back to Georgia and then played 2020, 2021, and 2023 at Georgia. When he was, when he won the national, <laughs> I just, honestly, this is like so mind-blowing <laughs> to me. He won the national championship last year. It was 25 years old. Yeah, that's kind of. get a job yeah I feel like like obviously (laughs) there's some rules to that like if you get injured like obviously you should be able to keep your eligibility year I do think COVID was a way to like give people their year back so I do think we'll start seeing some of those COVID years dwindle they're well these, these COVID these COVID children are leaving so that won't be a thing anymore but just like in general um yeah, we need to rein in on these rules because it's nobody wants to leave. They're making millions with their NIL deals. They said, I don't have to go. I know. I don't have this to go. This is also y'all. very true. <laughs> like this is exact this is very true. The NIL deals definitely incentivize athletes to stay mm-hmm. through their entire um eligibility periods. And plus while I and <laughs> and any more that they want to petition or grab at. Um, and while I, especially being a former student athlete, I do believe that these athletes should get paid for their name and their likeness. There has to be like some balance here. Like Mm -hmm. there's just really no, if you've been playing college football for six years, how is that anywhere near fair to a freshman or a sophomore? Yeah. Um, so that's how I feel. Yeah. Obviously, no, nobody asked us, but here we are telling you how we feel. <laughs> um, hopefully, the commissioner like reads the, or listens to this and <laughs> ask us for our opinion. We get credit. <laughs> yeah, we can be consultants. <laughs> Come on. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love a bag. <laughs> yeah, and to just tell my opinion. Oh my god, that is my ideal job. Right. Come on now. Pay me the, exactly the what I. Pay me to talk. Exactly. I'm pay me to tell tell you what I think. Yes, that's what, exactly what I want. Exactly what I want. But now we're gonna head into my favorite part of every episode, just because I'm so competitive. But we're gonna head into our week five picks, and we have a great update in my opinion of our records so after this past week i rachel am sitting at a nine and three record jess with the pickings of underdogs (laughs) is now at a seven and five record however i must note i'm still both eligible Yes, she's bowl eligible. <laughs> she is. She still has the season is long, y'all. Like mm-hmm. there's there's plenty of time for things to be caught up and in and in the yeah. in the runnings. So I'm, I'm not, not worried about yet. you, Jess. I'm not out. I'm yet. not worried about you. I I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you. But we're gonna head into our week five picks. Yeah, so our first game that we have is going to be number 13, LSU, at number 20, Ole Miss. And my pick for this is another quick clap back. This wasn't on our Instagram. (laughs) However, I got it via uh, FaceTime. So Jordan 
And for those who don't know, Jordan is Rachel's a boo thing. Um, so my man, my man, my man, my man. Her man, her man, her man. Um, but her man went went against Clemson this past weekend. So he's an LSU fan. So I'm not an LSU fan this week. I will be picking. Oh my god. For more than one reason, like it's an at-home game. They're coming off a, a loss to Alabama, um, but I'm putting my petty betty boots on and picking Ole Miss. Oh my God, Miss Petty Labelle herself. <laughs> you know, I get it. I honestly get it. I don't like LSU either. So <laughs> honestly, my my uh, tolerance for LSU is strictly based upon love and um i mean i hate lsu like I, honestly they're just <laughs> anyways we're not gonna get into that we'll get into that whenever alabama and lsu play that's whenever we'll talk about <laughs> that's it that's lsu hate week. but exactly <laughs> period 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 anyways for the sake of my relationship and my um just the love in my heart I have to pick LSU. However, I will say, I do feel like Ole Miss is going to come out with a chip on their shoulder after losing at Alabama. And I mean, quite honestly, they didn't play well. Mm -hmm. So I do think that Ole Miss will kind of, will certainly have a little bit of spring in their step. LSU hasn't really, I mean, they didn't play well last week, which Mm -hmm. is also confusing to me. (laughs) It's also very confusing to me. Um, But I do think that they will pull it out. But child, we'll see. You chose love and that's okay. I did. Uh... I I really, I'm really trying to be better. (laughs) I'm trying to be better. Our next game is going to be Clemson at Syracuse. And no matter what happened the week before, I'm still 10 toes down for my Tigers. It still takes on top. I do believe this game will be the make or break for our season, though. Like, the trajectory that it goes, I feel like, kind of lies mm-hmm. on this game. And Syracuse typically plays us pretty well, and it's at Syracuse. However, no matter the day, no matter the Saturday, I will always pick my Tigers. Just don't let me down, boys. That's sweet. That's really sweet. I I mean, I'm also going to pick Clemson here. I don't really know what is the deal with with you guys in Syracuse. It it just seems like one of those rivalries for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like their rivalry and they just, I mean, they play, I feel like they play like their best game of the season against you guys, which I mean, understandably. Um, And Syracuse is undefeated. So yeah, they are. Claps for them. Um, <laughs> congrats. <laughs> but I am going to pick Clemson here. And um, I just wish healing on all of my Clemson mm-hmm. friends that are fans. I want you guys. I need you all day. I need you to heal. I I know the grief is, <laughs> is hard, but. Yeah. We're mourning. It's going to yes. be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I promise. It's going to be okay. For our third pick, though, this week, we have number 11, Notre Dame, at number 17, Duke. 
this is actually college game day location. So they Mm. will be in Durham, North Carolina. How did Dan get back to back? That's creepy. Yeah. I mean, I wish I would have liked them. I wish. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I wish that they just did something else. I (laughs) I don't know what to say. It's just meh. I wish that it was at Ole Miss. Like, anyways, whatever. (laughs) They didn't ask us again. (laughs) So I, I will say for Notre Dame at Duke, I think that Notre Dame's probably a little bit embarrassed with Mm -hmm. like winning at home at the very last second. And they feel like that they have something to prove. And so I think that they're going to go in and just handle business at Duke. Mm -hmm. I don't foresee this being like anything super crazy. Well, Duke is one of the other ACC teams that are undefeated so far this season. So kudos to them. Um, Mm. They're at home. And I just can't pick Notre Dame again. So I am picking Duke <laughs> for this game. I hope that they have home field advantage and that they smack down all on those fighting Irish because they let me down last week. So that is who I'm picking. Continuing the petty tra- train. I put on my petty Betty boots, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, all right. So pick number four, we have number 12, Alabama at Mississippi State. And (laughs) does anybody know? I mean, you have to know about these stupid cowbells that are at Mississippi State. They're just so obnoxious. Honest, they're banned. Like it does say in the rules of SEC that you're not allowed to have noisemakers. And they all break the rule every single week. Like what is wrong with you guys? It's just so annoying. And Mississippi State is – just so annoying to me. I don't know why, but I do, I will recognize that they, their home field is a very hard place to play. And I think that Alabama, this will be another true test essentially mm-hmm. on the road. Yeah. Um, and we'll see, but I'm, I mean, I have to pick my tide. So Alabama yeah. for the dubs. Even though Mississippi State is at home, I think Alabama will go and handle business. I think this last week was a good, they got, they're getting in sync. Um, They're figuring all of their quarterback issues out, even though the cowbells will be a factor. um, I don't think it will be a deterrent. And I do believe Alabama will win this game. So it's going to the tide, but if a little clink of the bell shakes them up, then that's truly unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it is. And we'll see. But <laughs> those dang cowbells. <laughs> <sighs> but we do have a extra little treat here. So um, I don't know. Most of you probably don't know. but So I was born in Alabama, which, I mean, check my birth certificate. I was born in Alabama. <laughs> an Alabama fan. However, I was raised in Austin, Texas, and I have a ton of friends that are Texas fans, alums, and this week we're going to shout out to you guys and (laughs) pick a Texas game. So we have number 24, Kansas, at number three, Texas, and this will be an interesting matchup. What do you think, Jess? Um. I think Texas will handle business. I honestly think that 
though I think a three ranking is a bit generous, I do think that they've been looking a bit. <laughs> but I do think they've been looking really good this season. And I mean, they haven't lost yet, so why bet against them? Um, and I really haven't seen like Kansas that much. Um, so they're ranked though, so yeah. good for them. It'll be a nice top 25 matchup, but I do think Texas will handle business at home. Yeah, I mean, if we're playing the statistics, yes, Texas. I'm picking Texas to win. And I also haven't seen Kansas play um, this season yet. But I am excited to see what they do. And, you know, this around this week, like week five to like week eight, is where we really like start to see who has the stamina for the season. Mm -hmm. I think like there's a lot of hype around the beginning of the season and there's a lot of hype around kind of these like preseason matchups since they're non-conference matchups. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is where we really start to see like where people or these teams have, um, like do they have the grit, do they have the stamina? So I will definitely be watching this game um and i am i i can't say that i'll be rooting for texas but i am my heart is <laughs> i'm picking them and my heart goes to all of my texas fans friends so fan. that's all i can give you sorry i <laughs> i can't be rooting for you but i can have prayer thoughts and prayers <laughs> thoughts and prayers <laughs> yes thoughts and prayers oh my gosh uh, so we did have a few more games that we wanted to know. We're not going to do our picks on these, but keep an eye on them come Saturday. It could shake up, shake up the rankings a little bit. So we have number eight USC at Colorado, which we all talked about that, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, we're all going to be tuned in on that one. Um, number 10 Utah at number 19 Oregon State. That should be good, I think. Oregon State is still undefeated. Yeah, a little Pac-12 action. Apparently, they're the best conference this season. Shocker. Um, They decided to go out. (laughs) And they're all leaving. (laughs) They decided to go out with the bang, I guess. Um, And then, excuse me. And then South Carolina at 21, Tennessee. Um, So I think that could be an interesting one. Tennessee has been a little shaky this season and South Carolina oh. is one to ruin a season. So Rocky Top is certainly Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving Rocky. Um, I know, and you know, my dad. So my dad's from Tennessee, and he makes it a bit a point to root for Tennessee slash anyone against Alabama because he's a hater. Um, so I really hope that South Carolina ruins their season and I don't have to hear about them ever again this well until next season. But um, but yeah, those are our picks for this week and some games to watch out for. Uh, as usual, look out for our Thirsty Thursdays and um, we want to hear your picks uh, on our Instagram stories on Saturdays. So please be sure to participate and don't forget to talk that smack on Sundays yeah well thank you for tuning in we appreciate you and we can't wait for our new episode next week yeah all right well we'll see you next time bye game day girlies